Hello and good evening. Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. My dear friends, I hope you are having a great day wherever you are. Um, all over the world, thank you for your support. Thank you for your support to my podcast and to sharing information, discussing, uh, having debate and um sharing the information, changing the status quo as much as possible. So uh, today we're going to talk about something that's important because we've heard this many times before. Dowry, my friends. Every time you hear of dowry, dowry debts, Hindu dowry debts, and we think, oh, what backward communities Hindus are, what a backward country. However, do you know that dowry is not Hindu? Uh, Dowry to to men, women giving money to men is not Hindu. Dowry is very much European Christian, my friend. It is not, and I mean absolutely not Hindu. So every, all these priests going around, all these dowry, Hindu dowry, hadowry, that are absolute liars. They are being scamming you, scamming the country, lying to the country, rock, stock, and barrel um, because dowry does did not exist in India uh, from men to from women to men uh, until the Europeans came by and large it um, could be no there was not one tradition that worked out I mean everyone interpreted it the different ways according to their tribal societies including their um, the the communities the whoever they were their kingdoms it was interpreted differently but by and large we had something called stridhan now what is stridhan a study of women's property um, under ancient Hindu law so Stridan, and I'm reading from uh, ourlegalworld.com, is an absolute property which a woman receives during her lifetime. It is property meant for her sustenance and maintenance. Property includes everything held by women. From ancient times itself, the women's right to property was very limited, but the husbands have major power on all the properties and even in Stridan. Um, the concept of Sridhan is however recognized in Hindu law from the earlier times itself but at times they do not have full ownership okay so what are the different types of property that a woman can get uh, the the property that women can get is divided into two parts one is Sridhan uh, which is a stridan, the woman has absolute power with the property. She can enjoy it without restrictions. And then there is the women's estate. In women's estate, the woman has limited power over property. She can enjoy it during her life, but after that, it does not pass to her heirs. So, um, By the Hindu Succession Act in 1956, all property in possession, in possession of a Hindu female, either before or after the commencement of the act, will have absolute um, control and power over it. Uh, thus, it's dispensed in. Thus, it has dispensed the difference between stridan and women's property. So let's go to stridan. Okay, the word stridan literally means women's property the stri means women and the dhan means property wealth 
Okay, together it constituted Sridhan in all types of movable and immovable properties such as ornaments, cash and deposits. The historical background of Sridhan is as old as Vedic law. Uh, the earlier meaning of Sridhan by the Mitakshara commentary is that the Sridhan is what was given by a woman uh, to a woman by her father, her mother, her brother and received by her at the nuptial fire. The wedding fire where the uh, bridegroom takes the vows are presented to her on her succession, while the Dayabhaga commentary rejects the term Sridhan and states that, or, that she has all power above the property given to her even during the life of her husband. But after the enactment of the Hindu uh, Succession Act in 1956, there are clear provisions made relating to Hindu property law. Uh, the sources of Sridhan. There are different sources for Sridhan, that means property or wealth given to the woman. Um, so what is given at the nuptial fire, I mean when she's married, what is given as the bridal possession, uh, uh, given at the bridal procession, what was given as a token of love, what was received from her brother, her mother or father. These six forms are considered women's property. There were a lot of interpretations given to Sridhan by different commentaries um, before and after the Hindu uh, Act of 1956. Um, now, according to ancient Hindu texts, the Sridhan only includes the gifts such as ornaments, apparel received by women in front of the nuptial fire, uh, and bridal procession. Uh, even in the uh, Succession Act of 1956 does not define what includes in Sridhan. But a woman's property includes all the movable and immovable property received by inheritance, partition, maintenance, gift from any person or at or on after her marriage. Okay? By inheritance, by device, by partition, in lieu of maintenance, in lieu of arrears of inheritance, a gift from any person, whether relative or not, before or before, at or after marriage, by her own skill or exertion, by purchase, by prescription, in any manner whatsoever, and property held at at held by her at Sridhan immediately before the commencement of the act. So the difference between, what is the difference between dowry and Sridhan? Dowry means any property of valuable security given on demand by the bridegroom-in-laws uh, or his father, while Sridhan is given voluntary and not on demand. In some parts of the country, um, uh, the, cus the custom of dowry was existed, but as time changed, it became a nuisance to society and was abolished. By giving or taking dowry is the giving or taking or asking of dowry is prohibited in India by the Dowry Provision Act. So that is important to understand. By law, that you cannot ask or give or take dowry. 
Okay, rights of now we'll come to the rights of women over Sridhar because we know that the two different types of uh, we've seen a difference between dowry and Sridhar. Okay, dowry is demanded, uh, Sridhar is voluntary. Dowry does not exist of Indian custom. It is a European custom come by to the Portuguese, the British, the French, the Dutch, all of the above. Sridhar implied absolute worship or ownership of property for women. She has full rights of the property, and she, uh, whether she is a maiden or a widow. But there are certain restrictions made on women on the disposal of the property. So after marriage, the Sridhan has classified into two heads, um, Saudakya and non-Saudakya. Saudakya refers to gifts of love and affection given by relatives to the woman, and over which she has complete rights of alienation. Uh, no Saudakya refers to gifts over which the woman has no rights of alienation without the consent of her husband. So the rights of women over Sridhan is as follows. During maidenhood, um, a Hindu female can dispose of a Sridhan of every description and at her pleasure. Um, at every description. During uh, coverture, that means during the lifetime of her husband, she can dispose of the gifts uh, from relations except those made by her husband. During widowhood, she can dispose of, of immovable property given by her husband, but not immovable property given by her husband. Um, and all of these are in the um, 1956 Act. Uh, Now, again, the 1956 Act um, standardized a lot of things, brought about a lot of changes in this Act, uh, in, in ownership, in Sridhan. Uh, the word, but it's important to understand that the word Sridhan and Dowry are mistakenly interpreted in many situations. The two have major differences, and the giving and taking of dowry in India is prohibited by law, while Sridhan has been legally accepted and, pro, uh, and protected. Uh, so that is very, very important, my friend. Um, as you know, so now uh, Sridhan is... Basically, Sridhan means um, stri, which means women, and dan means property. So essentially a word and concept which comes down to centuries from Hindu smritis um, and is permitted today everywhere in all types and forms. Um, and like I said, this is what existed before the Europeans came. Now, it, it could be interpreted in different ways, different formats, by different kingdoms, tribes, communities. There was no one-size-fits-all. But basically, we were the Indian civilization, the Vedic civilization was a matriarchal civilization. Very, very important to understand. Our ancients were of matriarchal uh, uh, tradition, not um, a patriarchal tradition, not a patriarchal society and it, it was the women who choose the man and it was the women who got Sridhan okay very important either through marriage either to the at the bridal procession uh, procession either by father-in-law or the mother-in-law by gifts from by the father mother and by brother and so that's very 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 important 
Um, the woman has absolute and exclusive dominion over all her Sridhar, including movable and immovable property, and has the power to sell, alienate, or give it away as she pleases during her lifetime and thereafter. Um, her husband and or his family members have no rights in on the women's freedom. That is important to understand. So a lot of people say, oh, well, Hindu women, Hindu women are powerless. Hindu women are so conservative. Hindu women have to give dowry. That is wrong. A lot of secular people lie about this. A lot of secular people don't know because they're brainwashed by Marxist ideology. A lot of Christians lie because they've been lied to by the church. The church tells us very clearly oh look at the dowry the the hindus have to give dowry in christianity there's no dowry that's a lie because dowry came to the indian subcontinent through the christian missionaries invaders proselytizers and they are still lying after 500 years very important because dowry was very prominent in europe and is still and was prominent until very short time ago so that's important to understand uh, and and we have become a derogative society because of the occupation of European Christian colonizers. So if you want to change the status quo, uh, you have to gain the knowledge. You have to have that discussion with your friends, with your family, with your neighbors, with your social media groups, with your Facebook friends. Have that conversation because Sridhan is what our ancients uh, had. Now, you, uh, you will hear a lot of Muslims saying, oh, Islam is the first community, the first religion to give women rights, to give women land. That is wrong, completely, utterly and fully wrong because um, it was not the I Islam. Many other communities, many other kingdoms had this because we were all matriarchal societies. Very important to understand. The planet was a matriarchal society. It was only as slowly changed because the matriarchal society went bust and was corrupt and finally changed to patriarchal. And the last of that patriarchal groups were the Abrahamic patriarchal groups. Uh, very important the Abrahamic patriarchal groups uh, changed the status quo for the bulk of the planet. Islam likes to take uh, and say, oh, well, they were the first to give property rights. That is a falsehood because they were all, all ancient matriarchal societies gave, had, women had power, not only rights, women had power. It, the power was eroded and became patriarchal, but they, so the patriarchy took away rights from matriarchal societies, but they they did not give rights back. Uh, but Indian society prior to the uh, overflow of Abrahamic refugees on this on the Indian subcontinent, including the invasion and occupation of patriarchal communities like Islam, patriarchal communities and their laws and customs of Christianity and the last 500 years of Christian domination of this land, we became from Sridhan, we become dowry. But dowry is not an Indian custom. Remember, the islands of Bombay were given as a token as wealth, as dowry from um, the, the Portuguese to a princess who married a British prince. Uh, I think I don't remember the name, but 
the islands of Bombay were gift, were dowry gift. Now they were not, they were not Hindus. They were Christians. Uh, one was Catholic and one was uh, Anglican. So that was important to understand. To understand, dowry is very European Christian. Next time a Christian priest lies to you, next time a Christian lies to you or a Muslim lies to you, tell them, or even a secular lies to you. It is important to have this conversation. Gain the confidence from this. Gain the knowledge do your research make every junction into an intellectual laboratory and have the courage to say that we had different formats of Sridhan uh, where the women got uh, property women got rights women had uh, without the Vali because in in Islam they like to say Islam is the first religion that gave women rights that is wrong not they have um, she gets part of of the land um, in in uh, ownership of land through um, through marriage or through through debt or through transfer of property. She gets half. She doesn't get the whole thing, part of it. Uh, but she needs a vali. Remember, in Islam, a woman always needs a vali. A vali means a guardian, a friend, but a guardian who is a man. So even though she is getting it, the man controls it. Very, very important. In Islam, the vali is, uh, is supposed to be a, a guardian, and that guardian controls everything about the woman so even if she's got rights if she, she cannot do anything about that land or rights until she has the permission of that Vali just like when she gets married the Vali decides everything for her so it's not really right but in ancient India we had land possession it was called Sridhan uh, Sridhan I'm sorry I apologize Sridhan not Sridhan Sridhan S-T-R-I-D-H-A-N and it's important for you to understand these various formats and to use it in your life. Do not engage in dowry. Have that confidence to spread the knowledge uh, and offload this concept of dowry that has been imposed upon us by the secular state, the secular learning to degrade us, to shame us. In reality, the shame is the three fingers pointing back at them. So this is very important when someone tells you caste, dalit, or dowry. All of these are not Hindic uh, traditions. Very important to note. Caste is Latin. Dalit is uh, uh, Dalit is Hebrew. Stridan uh, dowry is again Christian. Um, and untouchability is in the Bible and in the Quran. Very important. Untouchability is in the Bible and Quran. I'm repeating it again. It's in chapter Leviticus. And untouchability, it's called Kufar. Kufars are people who are do not believe in, in uh, the word of God. And that's why they are dirty. They are najas. They are untouchable. And that is exactly what it is in the Quran. So yes, Abrahamic uh, communities uh, do have this ideology. But in ancient India, there is no such thing as caste. There is no such thing as Dalit. There is definitely no such thing as untouch um, untouchability and dowry. These are all customs that came through this land to either refugees, uh, traders, and by um, colonizers and occupiers and invaders. So that is very important. Uh, I'm going to post these links on my website on Facebook.com. Facebook. My site is Dalit is Hebrew. I repeat, Dalit is Hebrew. That is my Facebook page. You're welcome to listen to it. 
anytime you want and share this with your friends, please, I ask you to have this conversation with your friends because it is so important to erode this uh, anger, erode this uh, ignorance, erode the shame which has been imposed by us uh, and an inferiority complex imposed by us, by liars, by invaders, by occupiers to degrade us and destroy our civilization. But if we have the knowledge, we can offload that shame offload the past and throw it right back to where we came from. On that note, I thank you for your time. I wish you a very pleasant day. Uh, take care, be safe until we meet again. Thank you.